Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, artists. Welcome back to another Art Life Conversations podcast. I am your host, Kelly Folsom. Um, Just so you guys know, who don't know me, I've been an artist, a professional artist since 2011. I decided to go to art school in 2007 to get my degree in uh, Studio Fine Arts. And so it's been about 15 years plus, I guess, that I have been um, learning how to make art that, uh, and, and you know, becoming a professional full-time artist, supporting myself. And gosh, you know, 15 years doesn't seem like a lot of time, but it has, it does feel like a long time ago since I was a beginning artist. And that's actually the topic today. I just wanted to share with you, um, you know, some of my struggles as a beginning artist, beginner artist. So, so that's really, you know, what we're here to talk about today is if you are a beginner artist um, or you're still in some of those early beginning stages and even some of these things continue on through, uh, I would say even some of your intermediate stages as an artist as well. But um, so I just kind of want to share with you some of my story um, so that if you are in this stage that, you know, the point for me here is to just share with you that I have been there too and I have empathy and compassion for where you are are because it is such a scary place to be. It's exciting, but it's also scary and confusing and frustrating. Frustrating, let's let's face it, it's filled with rage sometimes in the beginning days. Okay, so um, so some of my big struggles um, in the beginning, I started taking some art classes um, early on before I went to art school because once I looked up and researched art colleges, they kept referring to something called a portfolio. Okay, I didn't even know what a portfolio was, y'all. I was like, portfolio, what? So I had to like Google and ask people, what's a portfolio? Oh, it's, you know, examples of your work, like, you know, 10 10 or 12 of like the best examples of your work. And I thought, I don't have any work. That's why I want to go to art school. so I can have work and make work. Um, so that's really the first struggle. It's just like totally not knowing anything, feeling like you don't know a damn thing about art, making art, being an artist, and just total, really just total intimidation, total terror over the whole thing. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so intimidated. How am I going to, you know, even create a portfolio? I didn't even know what it was, you know? So every step of the way, I remember like so many things I just didn't understand. I just didn't know. And it just felt super intimidating, you know? Um, And so one of the problems is, is like, if you can't, 
continue on your learning journey and put up with that level of intimidation and be able to deal with it, that, that fear and that terror, you know, then you will give up, you will quit and you will stay isolated, you know? Um, so there's just too many artists who, um, just keep isolating themselves because of these things. And Hey, I know firsthand that it's super uncomfortable and it sucks. Like I hated, I hated it. I didn't embrace it. You know, I didn't embrace the suck back then, you know? So just sheer terror and fear. Um, For me, even fear just going to a class. I remember the first group class that I signed up for that I was able to find in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. And I was so scared. I was so, so scared to attend that class. And, you know, luckily the teacher who was in that class was both a little indifferent, well, very indifferent, let's just be honest. She was just, you know, obviously maybe she wasn't getting paid that much to be there. Maybe she was just kind of not interested in teaching. Um, but she, she just didn't really care very much, you know. So on the one hand, it was kind of good because it made me feel more comfortable. But on the and then and then also on the other hand, she was like a pretty caring person, you know. So while I didn't get a lot of help from her, I didn't get a lot of instruction from her per se. Per se, um, she was did have like a nurturing caring, compassionate kind of approach. Um, Plus it was a small class of like five or six people, which still terrified me back then because I was so scared to make a fool of myself, right? Like I was, I just thought, you know how you have like those like night, it's not a fantasy because it's a nightmare, but you think in your head like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in there and everybody's going to be so good and everybody's going to see so quickly how bad I am and they're going to kick me out of the class or ha 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 ha, everybody's laughing at me and telling me how terrible I am as an artist, (laughs) right? But I know y'all are with me. I know y'all have it had these thoughts and experienced these things and maybe you're there right now okay so and if you are I just want to say like god bless you you know it's just such a hard thing to go through such a difficult thing to go through um but you can do it and you can do it if you just keep going keep you know feeling the fear and doing it anyway as the saying goes keep practicing, keep showing up, even though you feel intimidated and terrified and and all of that stuff, you will, you know, build your skills, you will get more comfortable being in those situations over time. Okay, materials. Materials was another huge one for me. I didn't understand, you know, you, uh, you would go into the art store and it would just be like, oh, materials. What is all this stuff? Now, luckily, some of the classes I had had, you know, pretty um, specific materials lists. And I, I do my best, you know, with the Art Life School to give all of the students here all the materials that I use. Um, but then even then, it's like, well, gosh, you know, you could have one color on the material list, but then you go in the store and there's like 20 brands, you know, and you don't know which brand to buy and you don't know why to buy that brand, you know. Um, And then just things like learning about, you know, color mixing. And I remember one time I toned my, um, this is actually in art school, I toned my canvas. It was one of those cheap, like, Frederick's canvases, which if you're a beginner, you might not even know what that is, (laughs) but it's basically like these really low grade materials. 
Um, but most beginner artists use them because they're cheap. And so why would you buy something that's like four times as much as you know the low grade, student grade materials? Um, well, obviously there's a reason for that, but uh, because they're better materials and you're gonna have a better painting experience. Um, so even things like that, understanding what, what makes um, a higher professional quality material better than a low grade quality material. And back then I didn't know, so I would just buy like those it was like the low grade cotton canvas that was barely primed and then wrapped around a piece of cardboard, you know? And then we were given a white on white painting assignment, which was like, what, how do you even do that? You know? And so we got given this assignment and I toned this canvas in phthalo blue. And if you're a beginner, you might not know what that is, but I'll tell you right now, don't ever tone a canvas in phthalo blue. <laughs> so needless to say, this painting at the end, and I just kept fighting with it and fighting with it because I didn't have another canvas and I was just that stubborn to just keep going, you know. And at the end of this white on white study, if you guys don't know, phthalo blue or Prussian blue, those kind of pigments are super strong staining pigments. They will stain your bristles. I would have phthalo blue on my mouth, you know, um, all over my hands, all over my clothes. Basically, I looked like a smurf at the end of the session, and so did my painting. Everything looked like it was in shades of bluish white you know or blue green um so this white on white still life exercise study that we did basically looked like it was under the sea underwater <laughs> so i totally get it you know even like i remember not understanding how to use medium how much medium to use what kind of medium to use my the first i they had on the list turpinoid. They had turpinoid on the list. I went to Michael's and I saw a can of turpinoid natural. And I thought, well, that's gotta be better, right? It says it's non-toxic and it smells good. It smells like oranges. So I'm gonna get turpinoid natural because that's gotta be better. And then I was in class, in painting class, and um, <laughs> this might have to be a part one. We might have to do a part two on this podcast because there's a lot of stories I could be sharing with y'all. And um, and I'm in class and I'm painting with this turpinoid natural. And it was so funny because my brushes were so clean. My hands were totally clean because this turpinoid natural was all over me, all over the place. And the instructor came over and she said, wait, are you painting with that? Are you painting with that turpinoid natural? And I was like, yeah, it's turpinoid. It was on the list. She was like, oh, no, no, no. You can't paint with that. You just clean with that. You can't use that as a medium. <laughs> it's like, well, you should have told me before now. Damn it, Jim. Mm. So it can be very, very aggravating, very frustrating to be a beginner. And that's really just what I wanted to share with all of you today, that if you are just getting started, um, you know, just know that every artist has been there. Uh, they might not talk about it. They might not share these beginning stories with you like I'm sharing with you here today. Um, but every artist has had to start in the same place. Um, 
And you really just learn as you go. You learn all these little things, all these little details, you know. You learn about the materials. You learn um, what to use, what to paint on, how to mix color. I'll never forget being in an, it was an acrylic painting class. And she, she had a bunch of like, oh, we had magenta, turquoise, all she had a huge palette. It was a huge palette of colors that we had to buy. And it was a figure painting class. And I was like, none of these colors look like the flesh tone on the model up there uh, in our class. And the instructor did not do a lot of instruction and didn't do a lot of demonstrations or you know anything like that. It was kind of like everybody just showed up and we painted from the model and she would walk around and kind of help people, you know, but there wasn't a lot of demos and a lot of um, instruction um, beforehand. And so needless to say, by the end of that painting, the poor woman in my painting had like a streak of turquoise here, a streak of hot pink there. You know, I just had no clue how to mix color. I had no clue what to do with all these like crazy wild colors that I had never used before that was on this instructor's supply list. So actually, I think I still have that painting as a matter of fact, so I need to pull it out and look at it again. So the point of this podcast is really just to, you know, try to let you guys know that you're not alone. If you're in that stage and still working through those beginning stages, please know that you're not alone. Um, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not stupid. You're not untalented. You know, none of that stuff. You're just learning this world of, you know, making art, whether that's drawings, whether that's paintings, whether that's sculpture, you know, most of this stuff we've never been taught how to use. Um, we don't usually learn how to use it in public school or even in private school for most people. You know, I never had any art classes. So other than a number two pencil and a piece of, you know, paper from school, that was the only art supplies I ever really had as a kid, you know, um, growing up. So I have very little, you know, awareness of materials and of art supplies that professional artists use. So anyways, if you're, if you're still here with me and you're a beginning artist, um, hang in there, keep going, keep trying, keep showing up. You will, uh, grow and you know focus on those fundamentals find a good teacher that can help teach you those fundamentals before you try to become the rock star artist that you want to be and you will become if you keep going all right everybody i hope that this has been helpful and valuable to you thank you so much for being here oh and just as a reminder um the five day still life painting challenge is coming up at the end of this month so make sure that you get registered for that it's going to be an awesome five days um it's super affordable to join. It is really meant for beginners as well. Um, so if you are a beginner, it will be perfect for you. Um, okay, everybody, until next week, I'm wishing you all happy painting. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.